Welcome back to another episode of The Things I Wish I Knew. I am your host, Michael Fernandez Jr., and today's discussion will be about budgeting and finances. And the reason I want to talk about budgeting and finances is me myself have only been budgeting for about six months now. It just started this year. I just started getting into the budgets, finance, numbers, really reviewing where my money's going and all that. And it's been very revealing and eye-opening. And I believe it'll help a lot of people if they could understand some of the the benefits to making a budget, you know, because most people I talk to, most people I know don't have a budget. That's not to say that most people don't have one, but the people I'm around never had a budget, never had a budget. I was never raised to create a budget. My parents didn't make one. And just for me to make one this year, I'm 24 years old. So it was just something that was eye-opening and I want to share with other people. But before we begin, uh, some of the information I gathered was from debt.com. They did about, it was a thousand people survey. And one of the biggest, and I also did a little survey of my own on my Instagram, kind of about, do you have a budget? Uh, Do you stick to that budget? Why do you think people don't use a budget and things of that nature? So some of the information I'll be talking about is both from debt.com and some of my own research from my Instagram stories. But what I realized from my stories and along with debt.com, the numbers are pretty much the same. My my numbers were in a smaller amount, but the 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 stats still ended up being similar. So 67% of people people have a budget. So they actually have a budget, but 33% don't maintain that budget. And that's the hardest thing. A lot of people get into budgets, creating one. Uh, First, a lot of people find that creating a budget is time consuming, but I think it's more so that people don't want to go and actually look into their finances, see what their money's being spent on, see where all their money's going. See, like me, uh, before I made a budget, you know, I have money coming in and I had a little bit money at the end of the month and all of a sudden I got paid again or however you get paid twice a week, twice a week. I mean, once a week, bi-weekly, once a month. Basically, I was having money at the end of the month, uh, just enough to get me by, then get paid again and feel like, whew, got some more money. And then you go and spend it and you don't realize where your money's going to all the little things, the little $3 coffees, the little uh, daily pastries. It, it just all adds up at the end of the month and creating that budget allows you to get an insight into that. And then that helps you with creating a plan and then also it just helps it's a big help so from this uh debt.com survey uh, a lot of the people said that uh low income or people with low income feel that they don't make enough money to even start a budget however i believe that those people should be the ones to create that budget because you're also building habits and if you're not if you're not having a budget when you're getting paid uh uh, you know, minimal amounts of money. Imagine that when you come across large amounts of money, how are you going to be able to handle handle it if you're not prepared 
with with finances at that time so i think the people with low income or people that get paid less than others they should be they should be budgeting the most or and i don't mean budget like penny pinching i just mean understanding where your money's going and realizing okay is the, is the money going where i want it to go or is it just being spent on nonsense so it's all about being prepared with a budget and you know that's that's the biggest thing about uh creating budget is actually being prepared it's not penny pinching it's not cutting back on spending it's being prepared for the future so why should you budget here let me just go down some of the things and dig into them well first of all you have control of your finances most people don't have control of their finances they get the money they don't know where they spend it they get paid again and it's just a cycle of you don't know where your money's going. You have things, you feel good in the moment, and then you just wonder like, how come I don't have no money? How come I don't have any money in the savings? Like what, what's going on? So creating that budget gives you control of that finances. You actually get an in-depth look into what you're spending your money on. You go back and look at your monthly statements from your debit card and your banking reports and see that money's being spent. Um, irrationally then you could fix that cut back on some things and start putting that money to other things to to help you make money so another thing with creating a budget is understanding where your money actually goes is your money going to prepare for things like preparing for the future are you investing with that money um you know is it just going to waste are you are you spending money on uh things that you could cut back on and then you could be paying down credit card debt because most americans have credit card debt with interest so if you're spending money if you're spending your money unwisely and you're not cutting down at the important things like debt then you know you're not in control you're letting the money control you you're not controlling the money when you control the money things good things start happening so another thing with the budgets is you're planning for the unexpected so most people are not prepared for a major crisis like their car engine going down or you know a recession or the loss of a job or an injury and and being able to create a budget and putting money to the side for car expenses every month you're planning for the unexpected you're planning for the future you're being prepared for when you're driving down the street and your car breaks down and you remember, oh, I've been putting money away for the last three to four months. This isn't going to be a heavy burden on, heavy burden on me to come out of my pocket and spend 2000 on a car repair. You know, the unexpected things. So when you have that budget, you slowly put money away. It's not like you create a budget and you say, okay, I got to put $2,000 away for car repairs and you know create an emergency fund of living expenses for three to six months no it doesn't happen overnight this is a slow buildup. but when you slowly chip away with fifty dollars a month a hundred dollars a month when those expenses do come up you're more prepared to handle them and it's not gonna break the bank because you already have money put to the side you prepared yourself for these events so one of the things that occurred to me more recently where I didn't have my full car expense. Uh, me and my wife had got like a little gas saver, 2001 Toyota Corolla to save us money, get around here and there, really great on gas. And I hadn't started the separate 
budget for the car and there was oil leaking but it wasn't it wasn't leaking on the floor it's actually leaking into the engine and when we came across the problem it was too late and they said here you need a new engine it's going to cost you x amount of dollars and we're like whoa we don't have that money to fix it so the car ended up going to junk cars didn't get the car repaired and that's because we weren't prepared and that's kind of the things that if you create a budget, you will be prepared. So when that comes about, you'll be like, oh, I have the money for that. And it's not money that you've been wait that you're waiting on your next paycheck to get. You already have that money set aside, prepared for those kind of things. So along with the unexpected events, that's kind of like an emergency fund also. So emergency fund, when you're putting away money for an emergency fund, that needs to be for emergency uses only. So not, oh, I have my emergency fund up to X amount of dollars, I have a little extra spending money, let me take some money out of here. An emergency fund is strictly for emergencies, nothing else. And what I would define as emergency is loss of job and or major car expense. Anything else, I wouldn't even consider a major, major emergency, unless it's something like uh, medical bills or something, uh, hospital visits, something that's you know super rare. But those are the the main emergencies. Those kind of things only are used on that. Then you could have the savings, and then you could also have, you know, um, your investing, all those things. Uh, But the emergency fund should not be spent on anything except for emergencies. And when you do this, you're really thinking for the future, not the present, because most people, you have that money sitting around. You're like, hey, I got this money sitting in the bank. Let me go spend it. So for me... My problem was I, I never had that separate separation of my money. Like uh, this money is for investing. This money is for an emergency fund. This money is for this. I had everything kind of all in one, like, oh, just a large savings account. And for me, I would get to a certain threshold. I would always get to the same amount. And then as soon as I get to that, I would want to go spend the money on something like, Oh, I haven't had any bad experiences. I haven't had major expenses. I haven't had some, you know, major uh, rare occurrences popping up. I have this amount of money saved up. Let me go buy, you know, something pointless, a new dirt bike, a new, uh, you just spend the money unwisely. And so I always got to a certain threshold. And because I didn't have a budget, I figured, hey, I got the money. Why not spend it? Because nothing has happened. And once I started to, once I created this budget and actually started putting money to the side for specific categories, um, I realized how much of a difference it actually makes in my life of being prepared and thinking about my future and where the, and having that money work for me. So now every month when I get paid, I have money going towards investing every month. I have money going towards an emergency fund every month and I have money going towards, uh, my daughter's college funds so i have all these different categories i'm not making any more money than i usually have so the the money didn't change for me to start investing i didn't start making more money in order just to start investing what i did was i had the budget i figured what could i cut the what money could i cut out what spending habits could i cut out instead Put that towards investing instead put that towards my emergency fund think about the future think about the things that i don't want to occur but that will allow me to be prepared so uh again 
I don't have money at the end of the month now, except when I don't have money, I really do because I have money put away in three different categories where if anything happens, I actually, it actually fall back on. So I have a Roth IRA for investing. I have a, a regular investing account. I have an emergency fund where, like I said, emergency fund only. I have my dollar uh, daughter's college fund. So now that I, although I do not have money at the end of the month, all that money is going towards investments and thinking about the future. And all these things are making me money versus when I didn't have money before at the end of the month is because maybe I bought some new clothes. Maybe I ate out and spent a lot of money on eating out. Uh, maybe it's because I was wasting money on clothes, shoes, whatever you could think, uh, new car parts, Bluetooth speaker, you know, whatever it may be, electronics. I was just, I was basically spending the money and I wasn't, it wasn't going towards anything that's making me money like it is now. So it's kind of like you think you're, you, you think you're cutting back by creating a budget, but really you're not cutting back. You're just preparing for your future more. And along with the budget, you could use, I mean, nowadays people are, aren't using pen and paper writing down what their major monthly expenses are, rent, insurance, car payment, credit card debt, you know, the things that have to be paid every single month, the light bills, electricity bill, water bill, you know, those are the essentials. Those, those, you already know your reoccurring payments. They have apps for these things. I personally use every dollar and it has all the major categories, rent, uh, donations, what, whatever you spend your money on, uh, student loan debt, credit card loan debt, you basically, it basically lets you to guesstimate with your, what, what your monthly income is going to be. You tally up all your known expenses, uh, what you predict you're going to spend on groceries, what you predict you're going to spend on, you know, whether, whether it's eating out, fun money, then it lets you know right there you're over budget or you're right on track. And that's even with putting money to the side for investing and all that. So everydollar.com has all these different, you can go on everydollar.com, but uh, I don't think it's everydollar.com, but it's an app, Google Play Store. Um, you know, if you have an iPhone, just go to the app store, every dollar. But it allows you to have all those categories set up for you. It's very easy. As you go along and spend money on gas, you just punt, You just go to the gas category, put in how much you spent for that day. It lets you know if you're keeping up with what you have in mind for that month. Are you overspending in gas? Of course, the first few months is going to be that those those testing phases, those beta stages, when you don't really know where your money's been going. You don't know how much you typically spend on these things. So everything's going to be an estimate. But after you start doing this for a few months, you're going to say, okay, this is what I normally spend on gas. This is what I normally spend on groceries. You start to get a better understanding of how much you're spending money on. Can you cut back on those things? Uh, can you increase investing? Can you increase that emergency fund? Can you increase being prepared? And that's a great thing because uh, being prepared, it gives you so many options. It, it makes you feel a little bit more comfortable. You don't feel like, oh, I'm just living paycheck to paycheck. You say, oh, I may not have money at the end of the month, but guess what? I got money in the bank account. I got money working towards my future. I got money making 
uh, interest because I got it set on investments and I'm making them return versus I don't have no money and you literally have no money because all you have is a closet full of shoes and not to say in the worst situation you can't sell those things but most likely if you come across an emergency emergency situation you're selling those shoes far less than what you bought them for that jacket those clothes far less than you bought it for so that's what the budget does it helps you be prepared and along with being prepared another thing that I kind of um, worked with is my credit card debt so like most Americans credit card debt is pretty much what everyone has and it has high interest usually um, you know I'm 24 so one of my first credit cards was the capital one probably 25% APR that's one of the credit cards I never mess around with as far as keeping a balance on always paid that thing off every month but some of my other credit cards i was uh, i did have interest and it was just billing me and i was making the smaller payments every month and i was thinking oh i could buy all these fancy things i could just pay little back at a time but not realizing that that interest is adding up every single month and it turns into a big number when you but when you just have those little interest charges every month you don't really think about it especially when you don't have a budget and you're like Oh, I just spent a little extra money on my credit cards this year or this month. You don't really understand what's going on. But when you have that budget, you understand like, oh, money's being spent here. Why is extra money being spent in this category? Oh, credit card interest. Oh, these things, you start to see how all this adds up and takes away from uh, creating a better future for yourself. Not having a budget, I believe relates to not having money or not feeling secure for the future or not not feeling like you see the feeling is i had before i had a budget was like yeah i'm happy and i had the little instant gratification and had the the cars and the little dirt bikes and motorcycles but if something were ever to happen like for example when i got into a motorcycle accident and luckily i had health care they said i would have been out of pocket a hundred and forty seven thousand dollars from the anesthesia the surgeries and i wasn't even in the hospital for a full 24 hours or maybe a little over 24 hours but i was covered because i had medical uh medic uh health care coverage but if i wasn't those are some of the things i would have been unprepared for because of some of those instant gratification things like buying a motorcycle and i wasn't thinking about if I come up with an injury, if I lose my job, if a recession occurs, how am I going to pay my bills for the next three to six months until I find something else? I don't want to feel panicked. I don't want to be in a place where I feel pressured to go out and do something right away. I want to be able to be like, okay, I'm prepared for what's about to occur. I'm prepared for three to six months with my everyday living expenses, you know, and when you're creating that emergency fund, think of what you need, the necessities, your uh, think of your rent, your car insurance, your car payment. You think of, you know, all the essentials and then you multiply that by three to six months. Figure out what those essentials are. Multiply by three to six months. That's how you know what your emergency fund needs to be. Work at getting towards that emergency fund every day. But here's a hack of what I do with my credit card debt. Not advocating that you should go out and do it. Um, nowhere am I a financial planner, nor am I trying to be. This is just what I have been doing, and it has worked for me. I have became a lot smarter with my money since I've created a budget. Again, I've only been doing this for six months, but this is something that 
I've been working on and it's been really helpful. So I guess we could call it credit card hacking. So what I what I did was I had a few credit cards with balances and they had interest. So what I did was uh, I always I always get credit cards in the mail for open up a credit line or open up a credit card with us and you'll get zero percent uh, APR for the first 14 months, 12 months, 18 months, six, they have different varieties, but interest-free, uh, on balance transfers and your initial spending for the first X amount of months. So what I thought about was, Hey, I could just transfer this, these balances onto a new credit card at 0% APR for the next some odd months. So what I did was open a few, uh, transfer a few of those balances to a brand new credit card. Then my newest credit card has a 0% APR for all for the next 14 months. Well, if I don't get that balance paid off within that 16 months, guess what? That whole balance I started with will be, will occur interest from the first day I opened up that credit card. So if I have a $10,000 balance and my APR is at 20%, guess what? If I don't pay off that whole $10,000 at the end of the 16 months or whatever amount of months it is, I'm paying interest on that money from the very first day that I opened up that brand new credit card. So what I'm doing, and I've done it once, uh, is when that interest rate is coming up on its yearly or that X amount of months of when I'm about to start occurring interest and I still hold the balance, I will open another brand new credit card and transfer that that balance into another balance, into another credit card that will give me a 0% APR for the next amount of months. And so in that way, I'm not paying no interest to the bank. Um, I'm doing more than paying just a minimum uh, but the reason I have this credit card debt in the beginning is because I made it an investment and I didn't have the capital or the money to go out and just make the investment. So what I did was made it through my credit card because I, I truly believe in it. And I believe that the investment I made will pay me back tenfold. However, it has not yet, but it is going towards that. So I basically credit card hack at 0% APR by transferring balances. And I don't do, I'm not opening up card every month. I'm waiting, you know, for it to, to get closer to those 0% APR ending months. Then I'll open up a new one. Plus, you know, when I look at credit karma and, you know, it says accounts needed to look like, you know, you're, in, I'm not saying going out and open a bunch of credit cards and start doing all this or spending that money unwisely. Like I use the credit card debt for an investment. Uh, other people are using that for their own use of buying new clothes. And, but this trick is good is anyone that wants to be on top of their finances and wants to get out of that credit card debt that they previously had because of the, some of the dumber decisions they were making when they're, uh, you know, uneducated, this is one of those ways to cut down. And this is better than going out and getting a personal loan for 6% or any of those things. Just open up another credit card. One of my favorites is Discover. My newest favorite um, is uh, Discover is my, was one of my favorites for the tra transfer balances. They're very, they're very great, super easy. 
Um, I actually have two cards with Discover now. It's uh, They did make the process so easy, especially if you have a loan balance and you say, hey, I'm going to need more than just what your regular initial understanding of what you know you might give for a credit limit or a credit line you know i have this much you know can you work with it a little bit better so that way they give you a higher credit line to to be able to utilize some of that tran uh balance transfer so that way if you have too much of credit card debt at least one credit card could do it versus opening up multiple credit cards at one time which kind of don't want to do you know you open up one every year or something uh slowly build up that those credit cards those accounts show you're in good standing paying the monthly uh payments every single month but also keeping that at zero percent it'll save you so much money in the long run you do not want to deal with credit card debt credit card debt is the worst you do not want to pay the interest on those things it's just unbelievable how much people pay in interest but don't even realize because like i said when you don't have that budget you don't see where that money is going another thing i do now is i pay off uh one of my newest credit cards which i use for my travel um all of those things because with the credit cards and i started opening up those things and i just dug into credit cards more i got the chase sapphire reserve card because i actually have pretty good credit and now i use that card for i i had uh i said you know receive fifty thousand bonus travel points which is equivalent to 750 dollars worth of travel when you spend uh this amount of dollars and x amount of time well i did that uh paid off i had the cash for some of the um, larger expenses I was going to incur, like going out to Disneyland, and instead of just paying with my debit card, opened up this brand new credit card, uh, made those purchases, already had the cash for it. As soon as those, uh, as soon as that balance hit my credit card, I paid it off, and then I got to that number. I got the rewards for the travel points. Now I'm just racking up travel points using my Chase Sapphire Reserve card, and I'm only using that now for my everyday expenses that I would normally spend gas groceries anything that I would have normally paid cash or with my debit card I'm using the Chase Sapphire Reserve because I'm using the credit card wisely I'm paying off the uh, balance monthly if not weekly or daily whenever I spend the money I put that money take that money out of my account and pay that balance off because when you like oh i could wait you know you just start spending your money on other things but when you build when you build that budget also this all ties in when you have a budget you know okay you're spending this money on groceries well these are points you could be receiving from your credit cards by just making everyday purchases and then your travel now you're receiving travel uh travel money and when you when you need to go take a vacation or something because it's important in your budget that you save for vacation or have fun money now you have a vacation paid for or you have a lot of money allocated towards that which will actually cut down your expenses for the vacation so that's something with the credit card hacking utilizing the points to reward only spending on only spending on credit cards which you would normally spend cash or your debit card you know groceries gas those kind of things pay off those balances monthly like i said you do not want to stick with credit card interest um those are some of the biggest things i've been dealing with with uh, the budget and 
the to the you know the finances is and I'm I'm a lot more prepared. I'm a lot more comfortable. Uh, my emergency fund is nowhere near uh, what it should be to last me three to six months. However, like I said, I just recently started, so those are things in the progress. Now, uh, you know, I have an investment account, multiple investments accounts. It's like I have money put away, even though I feel like, oh, I don't have no money at the end of the month. Like. What am I going to do? It's like, no, I do. I actually have money working for me. It's just allocated to different resources and, and to different places. I also have, you know, the college fund for my daughter. I'm just, I'm just trying to think of and strategize for my future and do things differently. You know, these things weren't taught to me. I didn't, um, you know, my family, they didn't have budgets. Um, uh, barely anyone has been to college only one of my cousins has. I've been to college, but none of that stuff was ever taught to me. I didn't come from a place with money. So all this stuff has been on my own, still going through it, still learning some of the things, but it's been re very revealing and eye-opening to me. Um, I'm very much on the track of being on the track of being prepared now. I'm not there yet, but it's being worked on every single month. And also I'm thinking of I uh, find ways to how can I create, how can I, how can I make more income now? Especially with the budget, I understand what it costs to live every month. And I'm not living like a minimalist. So I'm not saying you have to do that either, but those things help. But I know exactly what I'm supposed to be making every month in order to pay my main bills, you know, and take care of my family. Then I could also think of, okay, how can I make more income? What could I go and do to make more income to put more towards investing? You know, cause in the future I want to be prepared. I want to be able to retire comfortably. I don't want to be worried about, you know, is this going to be enough? Am I going to be able to survive? All of those things. So this is me taking control of my finances, me being prepared, me planning for the future. And one of the two things will stop you is not creating a budget because you feel like you don't make enough or you feel like you know where your money goes, but you really don't until you sit down and actually create a budget and add up every single cent. And it may seem tedious, but trust me, it's very eye opening. And also the credit card debt thing and the finances being just control your finances, understand what kind of hacks you can do with the credit cards what kind of uh, rewards you could get for, you know, using them daily, adding up those travel points, anything, anything you could think of, take advantage of it, but make sure you're being smart with your money. Uh, just back on the budget thing, everyone should be having a budget. You know, that's the, the most essential thing to having financial success. And I know you're probably, you're probably thinking, well, you don't even have financial success or you're not financially free. How can you talk about you know, uh, having a budget if you're not in a, an example of, but that may be true, but that's what I'm working towards and the budget has helped me. So being, being able to understand where my money goes, planning for the unexpected, thinking for the future, not the present. I'm well on my way down the right direction. Like I said, I have money. I don't let the stock market, uh, throw me off with my investments. I'm not in, in there investing on the daily, like, you know, selling and, trading and doing those things just put the money out to uh to companies i believe in that will last for years uh just let the money do its thing i slowly uh 
dollar cost average, which is basically whenever you come up with money, you just slowly put in whether the market is high, low, whatever you think it is, just add money to, to your stocks, add money to your ETF funds, add money to your uh, retirement accounts, whatever you want to do, just add it at any, t you know, don't try to time the market. Those that time the market, you know, end up usually the people always that try to time the market, they want to buy low, sell high. But what they end up doing is selling low and buying high because they're they're too focused on beating the market. Instead, just put the money in the market. Don't think about what it's going to do. Just think, just take this for a quick example. In 2008, when the stock market, I mean, when the housing market crashed, uh, million dollar homes were worth $500,000 homes. The people that sold lost $500,000 worth of whatever, you know, uh, their net worth. But the people that held on in now 2019, that same million dollar house that was in 2008 is now probably worth 1.2 or 1.3 million. So they stuck it through and now they're, they made a, a bigger return on their money versus panicking and that's kind of what i do with the stocks don't panic over news just hold on to it hold on to it for the long term that's what investing is about the long term don't don't panic because of a news article now if you see that the stock uh that stock is just going to crash and or that 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 company then yeah you know you want to get out of it at some point but don't just become overwhelmed by what goes on every day and cause you to panic the only people that lost money in 2008 were the people that actually sold the property anybody else that held on had made their money back and that much more it's just about being prepared it's just about being in control understanding uh being prepared for those kind of situations that we don't think about so with that being said, go out and create a budget. Like I said, I, I use every dollar. It's been very helpful for me. I credit card hack. I pay off the, the newest credit card uh, every single month now. The other ones, I still have a balance. I'm paying those off. And when it's, when it's I, if I don't pay off the whole balance by the time the... You know the zero percent apr thing is i will open up a brand new credit card and transfer that balance into another card that has zero percent apr and that's just what i'm going to do until i get my credit card uh debt back down but like i said that credit card debt came from an investment the the investment has not made its return yet but it will and as soon as i come up with that uh, that'll go straight to the credit cards and then i will know how no longer have credit card debt and just with the budget, you, then you start to think, can I actually afford this card, uh, car? Do I actually need this car? Do I actually want to pay this high for a monthly sticker price? Do I want to pay this insurance? Like, what about I just go get this card? Like, we need to stop trying to prove to ourselves, not prove to ourselves, prove to other people that we're somebody we're not. We're trying to buy these fancy things, flashy things. It's really about how you take care of your family at the end of the day, the money in the, the bank. Is it used for, uh, you know, is it thinking about the future? You want to set up the next generation so they don't have to struggle. You don't want to think about buying the fanciest car to go impress a couple people that don't care what you're doing. Because when things go bad, they're also not going to care that you're doing bad. So nobody cares about you in this world. You know, they don't care that you have a nice car. They don't care that you have a nice house everyone is in it on their own they all want to make their own they, they they're all focused on their own money their own life their own finances 
you may get a couple looks here and there because you drive a fancy car but that's it at the end of the day you know people forget about you that quick so with that being said think about your future be prepared create a budget think about three to six months of necessary expenses gas groceries rent add those up times them by three to six months that's how you come up with a emergency fund anything else start putting money to investing i don't put a lot towards investments uh you know uh, i probably barely have a couple thousand here and there but like i said i just started all this year but that's not going to stop me from continuing to do this in the future because i've seen the difference it's already making in my life how much how much safer i feel how much uh prepared i feel and understand that my money's going to good places versus you know, credit card interest or brand new clothes. With that being said, thank you for listening in. This has been another great episode. Can't wait to get back with you guys on the next one. Uh, any questions, you guys could uh, just talk to me on Instagram, DM, uh, Facebook. I'm on there under my name, Michael Fernandez Jr. You know, reach out and talk to somebody uh, if you want to know more about the budget, more about what I've kind of been doing with the credit card hacking. Just, just reach out and I'll give you some tips. Like I said, I'm not a financial planner. Don't hold what I say. Uh, you know, don't don't set it to, you know, this has to work for you. Like I said, no, nowhere am I a professional. This is just some of the things that I have learned in the, the recent months and how it's helped me and allowed me to stay, you know, out of future debt. With that being said, until next time, thank you for listening.